0: Welcome to the Slay and Thrive Podcast, where we make crushing your goals feel like self-care. This is the show that helps high-energy women trapped in self-destructive patterns cultivate an unapologetic, loving body transformation through spiritual and personal development. On this podcast, you'll learn about dynamic eating psychology principles, mindset, shadow integration, and manifestation. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy guide, unicorn lover, and Amazon bestselling author. I am so delighted to be on this journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Slay and Thrive podcast. I am so excited you're tuned in for today's episode because it is a special one. I've wanted to share this for a while, but I was waiting for the right time. And today's episode is that time. I am going to be sharing the introduction of my upcoming book with you. This is the scariest and most important writing project of my entire life. It's the scariest because I'm getting more real about my struggles with food, eating, weight, and sexuality than I ever have. There was a time when I didn't have the courage to share this book with the world. And I imagine there's probably going to be times after I hit publish Or maybe even after I record this podcast where I'm like, really, I'm going to share this with the world and want to hide under a blanket and pretend it's not out there. That happens to me a lot, actually. But I'm doing this and I'm sharing this work because I also believe it's the most important thing I've ever written. They say an expert is someone who's failed at something more times than anyone else and i believe that i have failed at creating a healthy relationship with food my body and my sexuality in so many ways and from these failures i gained wisdom and insight that i know that i am meant to bring to this world that's what this book is about it's over two decades worth of failures and lessons wrapped up in a 24-chapter book. I wanted to share this introduction with you for a few reasons. One, I am so excited about this. It's currently in the hands of my editors and it's coming out sometime over the next few weeks. Two, I wanted this episode to serve as a bit of a screening process for my readers. I think the introduction does a great job of including some of the cautions regarding this book, and it highlights who this book is for, and who might not want to read something like this at this given moment. This is not a fluffy, unicorn-laden book. This book chronicles some of the lowest points in my life, And that's for good reason. I think you learn some of your most vital lessons in your rock-bottom times. I also know that this book has the potential to elicit some judgment or criticism from those who read it. And I've had to learn to get okay with that. Carolyn Elliott once said that the very things that make you magnetic to your people are the same things that make you repulsive to others. At first, I had resistance to this idea. I didn't want to be repulsive to anyone. Or so I thought. (laughs) Then I got to thinking about how it's our human drive and desire to be liked and admired by everyone, and how that can actually keep us playing small, limiting ourselves, And stopping us from showing up in our full authenticity. And that also creates this culture where everyone is doing that. And then we have these social media, Instagram-worthy lives that aren't our truth. And then everybody is just in this world that they think they're more alone than they are. Because people don't talk about these very real things. So, I'm doing my best to embody the courage to potentially be disliked or disdained by certain people who just won't get it. All while knowing that by standing fully in my truth and in my story, the people who are meant to get it will really get it and hopefully have some part of their lives forever changed as a result. I've been really inspired by Janine Roth and her books, and I'm nowhere in her caliber of writing. But if my book could change someone else's life a fraction of the amount that Janine Roth's books have changed mine, that would be so incredible. Before I dive into the introduction of this book, I just wanted to offer you a sleigh challenge. I want you to ask yourself, Am I trying to be liked by everyone? And what is that costing me? Then figure out, is there some way that you can be more you, even though it might feel uncomfortable and might risk the judgment of others? Then go out and be your full self, knowing that the people who are meant to get it will get it and they will love you for being authentic and for sharing. One final note before we dive in. This is only version 2.0 of the introduction. I've done one editing session myself, and now this book is in the hands of my editors. If the final version of the introduction is more polished when you get the physical copy of the book, that would be why. All right, let's get to the introduction of Your Body Is Not A Weapon, Healing A Fractured Relationship to Food, Physique. And sexuality. Early 2017. Who has to die for you to write this book? I'm having coffee with a fellow writer. We sit in a quiet restaurant located inside a hotel lobby. A duck pond covered in lily pads and a few fountains are visible through the large windows. The sky is an icy shade of blue on this clear winter day. I look down for a moment, playing with the empty cream containers and sugar packets that I've dumped into my porcelain mug of coffee. I think I'm taken back by the force and directness of the question. I had just finished telling this fellow writer about the book I wanted to write, title and all. I'd finished by saying, but I can't write it. Finally, I look up to meet her eyes. Well, no one has to die. I just can't work where I work if I want to write it. That was the reason I gave in the moment, but it wasn't the entire story. If that had been the only barrier to writing this book, I could have still written it. I just wouldn't have been comfortable publishing it. I knew there were parts of my history, when shared, that might upset some clients at my previous place of employment. I worried that it might cause them to look not only at me differently, but at the business itself differently. While I was fine sharing my story and facing the personal consequences, I wasn't willing to let my history harm someone else's livelihood. This book is filled with moments of darkness. There are things I talk about in my past that are going to make some people uncomfortable. There's also the potential for some stories I'm sharing to elicit judgment from others. I spent years acting from a place of my woundedness. I did many things I once regretted and shamed myself for. Within the chapters to follow, You'll find mentions of sexual abuse, bulimia, binge eating, attempted suicide, and drug use. I wanted to address all potential triggers in the introduction to ensure that you are at a point in your journey where it feels safe to read about these topics. I don't write about these parts of my past for shock value or for the sake of entertainment. I write about them because I know there are women out there struggling and hiding similar parts of their own past. And they could be thinking, no one else is this messed up about food. Or maybe, no one else has abused their body this much. This book is my way of saying, I see you, I get you, and I am honored to be a small part Of your courageous journey towards healing. The regret and shame I heaped on myself for my past was a big reason why I wasn't ready to write this book in 2017. I wasn't yet able to see how every wrong move was instrumental to my growth and healing. I hadn't yet grown into the woman who was ready to deliver this book. I didn't have all the pieces. The journey was far from complete. The journey will never be complete, but the timing for this book is now right. This is the story of how I healed my own fractured relationship with food, my body, and my sexuality. In my own experience, all three are intricately connected. We fear our appetites for food and our cravings. In the same way we fear our judge, our sexual desires. We check out of our bodies, not really there when we eat or have sex or go through our days. We chase perfection. The perfect diet, the perfect body composition, the perfect sexual encounter partner that will validate our attractiveness. We restrict, we overexercise, we refuse to rest. We engage in sexual encounters that leave us feeling more empty and hollow than ever before. We treat our body like a weapon. I've seen these tendencies in myself and in many of the women I've worked with over the last six years. And over these past few years, I've learned that it doesn't have to be this way. We can heal all of it we can become the most alive and joyful and peaceful we've ever been when it comes to the arenas of food, body, and sexuality. My desire for this book is for it to help women heal their own wounds in these areas. One definition for heal in the dictionary is to restore to original purity and integrity. This book is an invitation to heal in this way. It's an invitation for you to come home to yourself. To remember who you were before a lifetime of trauma and wounding and societal messages flooded your psyche. It's an invitation to integrate and honor all parts of yourself. It's an invitation to awaken And step more fully into your personal power. This book is divided into three different sections. We start by covering food wounds, then physique wounds, and then finally sexuality wounds. These wounds are divided up into earth, physical wounds, the damaging ways we treat our bodies, water, emotional wounds, the emotions we repress, the shame, the fear. Air, mental wounds, limiting beliefs and thought traps. Fire, spiritual wounds, suppressing our true nature, living a misaligned life. In this introduction, I want to start by inviting you to heal one of the most insidious, damaging wounds of them all. The belief that you are broken. This is the core wound that so many women who struggle with food and weight carry with them. And it is one of the most damaging beliefs we can carry. When we hold this belief, we don't hold ourselves in the same high regard that we would if we felt like we were whole, enough, and complete We go through life with a heaviness and a darkness that permeates everything we do. We become consumed by stress and overwhelm as we try all the tactics and strategies to fix ourselves. But the reality is, we don't need to be fixed. We can release the idea that we are broken and need to fix ourselves. Instead, we can see ourselves as in the midst of our life journey, and currently in the process of learning the skills we need to live our best lives. We haven't yet built the identity of someone who has a balanced, nurturing relationship with food, her body, and her sexuality. Maybe we haven't yet learned how to genuinely care for our body, instead of punishing it, or trying to maliciously force it into the shape of our choosing. Maybe we haven't yet learned how to notice the beliefs holding us back so we can tell new stories in their place. Maybe we haven't yet learned how to work through our emotions without needing food as an anesthetic. And maybe we haven't yet discovered how to face all that's wrong or misaligned in our life without distracting ourselves from our reality with our fixation on changing our bodies and our eating habits. We know how to diet and hyper-focus on our weight and get trapped in a month-long binge and restrict cycle. It might not be what we want, but it's comfortable. When we awaken to what else isn't working in our life after letting go of the food struggle, it's more jarring and uncomfortable to work on everything else. The good news is that every single one of these skills is learnable. It's not a matter of fixing. It's a matter of training yourself and cultivating these skills in your everyday life. You would never call a six-year-old broken because they didn't know how to drive a vehicle. You also wouldn't think that someone who was trained as a car mechanic was broken for not being able to perform heart surgery It's not a matter of brokenness. It's a matter of skill sets, training, and experience. As we dive into this book, I want you to release the idea that you are broken. This couldn't be further from the truth. Every gift and superpower you need to transform your relationship with your body are lying dormant within you. It's time to wake up Wake them up and harness them for your greatest good. Each chapter will come with activation questions, journal prompts for you to drive, dive more deeply into your own relationship with these wounds, as well as activation trainings. While I have seen these wounds come up in my own life and in the work with, I've done with other women, I also know that each woman's journey is deeply personal. Part of the journey is building self-awareness in order to transform. The activation itself is a way of embodying what you're learning throughout this book. You may choose to do the activation once or multiple times if it speaks to you. There may also be times when an activation feels out of alignment or like a step you aren't ready for at this point in your journey. Before each activation, I would recommend that you take a few slow, deep breaths and ask yourself how the prospect of carrying out this activation feels in your body. If it feels safe and expansive, then proceed with the activation. If not, take care of yourself by saving it for a time when you feel ready. All right, so that was the introduction There are some journal prompts and a special activation. And I'm going to be posting those in my Slay and Thrive 365 Facebook group. I think it would also be such a great experience to maybe even do a book club for this book inside that Facebook group. Because I know that when women get together and take this journey together and realize that they're not alone, so much magic can happen. So if you are interested in joining the Facebook group and have not yet, there is a note in the episode description, and I look forward to chatting with you all in the next episode. Thank you as always for being here and listening. I know how valuable your time and attention is, and I appreciate each and every one of you each time you tune in. I'm wishing you another week filled with slay and thrive. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. If you want to connect with a community of other amazing women who are conquering their goals, taking massive action, and loving themselves through the process, I invite you to join my Facebook community, Slay and Thrive 365. You'll get weekly challenges, motivation, support, and accountability as you move towards your goals. Hope to see you there very soon.